0: This episode is brought to you by Jimmy and Breathe. And Breathe? Yeah.
1: What is you gotta explain?
0: I had to hold on, I gotta see what episode it was. But I I'm now gonna start going by Breathe. Might change Did I put my name on in,
1: in a description.
0: Might change my name on Facebook. Did I do that? I'm looking for Yep. Episode twenty three, don't get whacked. Listen to Breathe and Jimmy laugh through the topics of the week.
1: Well, yeah. Hi, there's I'm Breathe. There's going to be uh, a correction coming, and that's, you know, I appreciate you pointing. No,
0: now you, now you got to leave it there for all of the viewers.
1: Should we change it on the. It was d- difficult to make the logo, but should we change it on the logo now?
0: Yeah, I'll put to Breathe, and then everybody will be so confused. Yeah. I'm so confused.
1: We can make that a shirt. Breathe hi, I'm shirts? Breathe. <laughs> yeah, hi, I'm Breathe shirts
0: keep calm and just breathe. See? I and everyone will be like, oh, that's a nice saying. And I'll be like, yeah, I'm breathe.
1: I was subconsciously oh. marketing the podcast, so you're welcome.
0: Why are you talking quiet?
1: I'm not talking quiet. I was a little bit too loud earlier. whispering. Can you hear me now? No.
0: Every single episode, the main feedback I get and that I hear is I'm like 10 times louder than you. Turn me down because I always... Even with it moving away from my face, I'm so much louder than you. So turn you up and turn me right down. I got it. Sick of it.
1: It sounds good Come in my on, head. Master I'm not a master producer.
0: You and Nico sound fine. I'm just Mexican and I yell, so keep up.
1: Well, f- uh, I got it. I got it.
0: <coughs> okay, so yes, I'm. Episode 25. To hey. I was gonna introduce it.
1: Go ahead. I don't know how you do it. Go ahead. <laughs> episode 25. <laughs> this is episode
0: 25.
1: <laughs> of the Are We All Right podcast with Jimmy and Breathe. And we have a social media at AWARpod, our email account, areweallrightpod at gmail.com. And we release new episodes every Friday, so be sure to follow along. Because it gets weird right. every week. It got weird last week. That's Dude, I all. I can't I'll even say.
0: hear you from across the bed. Can you hear yourself?
1: I can hear myself. I hear myself, okay. like, way too loud in my ears, so.
0: Okay, if I get one more feedback that I'm screaming in the mic, I'm going to cry.
1: I, I'm i looking at the levels now, and mine is off the chart, and yours is just barely picking up. So I think we've evened it out. I think it'll be okay. you about it, just in case? <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, not really. No. So
0: somebody got drunk and... We we're supposed to introduce our new bit of monthly reviews. We'll talk about everything we did the previous month, what we're excited for for next month.
1: Who is that? Someone. You. That was me.
0: Because you suggested that I get eight loco. Yeah. I most definitely was eight loco that night.
1: Four loco, four loco brie, eight loco brie.
0: Anyway, um, so I know. Right now, where we're recording, we are currently halfway through the month, basically, anyway. It's the 10th of July. It's a Sunday, and I think let's just talk about the previous month that we had. Let's just talk about June, we'll save July.
1: June was busy. June started... Um, that's when I had to start getting up in the morning for football camp, and that's now going to continue. We had the week off, and... That was also, I mean, the playoffs, I didn't realize, but the playoffs lasted about two months, and in that two-month time, I was doing a podcast every other day and editing a different podcast every other day, so it's kind of like a little bit of a blur. It started off just super busy.
0: So we had the graduation, Roxy and Ed, their party on the 4th.
1: That was a big, big deal. It took took a lot of planning, and then uh, we were... uh, Helping set up, so that was that was pretty involved.
0: And then we had an unexpected funeral to go to two weeks later, so we went down to Pueblo and made the best of it, and my family apparently loves Dom. Yeah,
1: they did, like, they Mr. did. President. They appreciated Dom. Kissing babies, shaking yeah. hands. He is a politician. I love him. That's why you can drop him in any situation, and he's going to win over the room, and it's yeah, going to be both sides. F-
0: my family did love him. And then, um... We went to go see a movie the day after, don't know what we saw, it just says movie. I
1: think it's... Because on it?
0: the first, we saw Bob's Burgers. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think that Bird might cage. have been Birdcage, yeah.
1: yeah. We really enjoyed Birdcage, because we talked about that on yeah, the podcast. Yeah,
0: out of 10, except for the mimosa. It was more of like all champagne with like a drop of orange juice for color. They make their drinks really strong there.
1: They do. They're gonna lose. They're gonna have to reevaluate how they pour their drinks. So they're gonna, otherwise, they're gonna start losing some money. Yeah. You and know that's you like a calcul... They can calculate how much money you lose based on the size of a bartender's pour.
0: Yeah, that's why in Sopranos he was getting mad at the bartender because he wasn't using ice.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, don't. they water down the drinks. I don't care, and he beat him up. That's not how he talks. But that's my Italian accent.
1: <laughs> Could serve.
0: A button Okay, anyway. Um, both of our parents had anniversaries this month. Mm-hmm. My mom's and Kim's was 16th. and Then your parents, Jim and Stace, theirs was the 22nd. Yep. So it's kind of interesting that both of their anniversaries are in June. Kind of cool.
1: That was my parents. It's the 28th year that they've been together, but this was their 26th wedding anniversary, because we went to Vegas for their 25th wedding anniversary.
0: And, and then, then I came along. Yep. And I
1: then was, we
0: had the, the parade, because the Avalanche did in fact win on the 26th.
1: I wanted to talk to you about that, too, because I tried to talk to Nico, and and he he wasn't as stressed, but about? The, having the team that you're rooting for in the playoffs, did you feel like a little bit more stressed watching those games? Or did it because that's your no, first. No,
0: because I was fairly confident on how they were playing. That I had a feeling they would win. It was more of, okay, are they gonna actually want to win? Because they kept on like they only had one shutout, and then all the other games, it just seemed like they were confident they were gonna win, but then they were too cocky, so they didn't try enough, and then they lost, and then or they would like come super super close and score, then they like would barely win, so it was more of just like okay, well, if you guys aren't going to fucking try, then (laughs) I'm not going to stress out over it. Either you win it or you don't, so it's up to you guys to decide. But the only thing I was ever actually nervous for was Kemper.
1: Yeah, and now Kemper's going to know. Don't talk about it. He's no longer going to be here. Don't talk about it. They also just signed the other goalie to a three-year extension. I don't want to talk about it. Okay, that's fine. I thought that it was... I'm heartbroken. It was, I think, playoff hockey, if you have a team in the race that you know can actually win, that's... Other than the Bengals being in the Super Bowl, that's the most stressed that I've been as a fan, watching all the games. And, like, Game 6 against St. Louis when we were watching here, and that was the one where they scored with, like, 0.4 seconds left on the clock or whatever. That one was stressful because I thought that they were, were going to lose that, and it was they, they waited the entire game to be able to make their comeback. But the parade was a lot of fun. I, I enjoyed that. Is that the first time that you've been... That Hello, was your My
0: name is Jimmy. I am a park ranger. Thank was you. that your first,
1: first experience in a place where there was five hundred thousand people?
0: We took a pause in case everybody. We is did take a pause. Confused.
1: And I got, I got coached up, and now we're gonna come back. We're gonna be better at this thing.
0: That makes it sound like I yelled at you. I was just telling them to get energetic, five, get, six, get six, hype. Seven, How many times do you tell me? Get energetic! Come on, cheer up.
1: Get hype! Get I hype! I am. <laughs> did you enjoy the parade? No. No, you didn't. Not at all. No aspect no. of it. No. I don't feel like you're just being Yes, defiant. I liked the
0: parade. I liked um, not the heat before the parade and I did like that the whole family was there and they brought drinks and eventually the cops just did not give a crap. And it started off
1: like they were going to be super, like, chasing people down the yeah, street. Yeah, they
0: were walking around all over. Everybody was, like, we saw that dude coming out of McDonald's because a cop walked in. He had the beer under his shirt. Yep. There was people that were, like, kind of hiding their beer while where we were standing. And then I think everybody just stopped caring. Yeah, that was nice. Um
1: I wish they would adopt, I said it a couple times, they should put in a statute to where if it's a championship parade, we should have the same drinking laws as Las Vegas. Because it's it's ridiculous that we were watching a parade on the street and unless you brought it in like a covert suburban mom to a soccer game cup, like one of those big long Starbucks cups, it really wasn't an ability to drink. I feel like if we had the ability to drink like in Vegas, that would have been a lot more fun too. I didn't drink. I wouldn't have drank that much because of the interview and and, and the job and, and. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm getting it, ahead of myself.
0: It was fun being at the parade. So it was not fun in the as usual. It's not fun before or after. Yeah. It was just really hot, but I'm a freaking wimp with heat. Everybody knows that who's ever met me. I don't really complain about it. it. It's Fuckin more of me just every two seconds I'm wiping off my forehead. And i put stuff in my hair so it melts green so i'm always like wiping like along my hairline but also i'm mexican so my whole face is just like you could fry an egg on me that there's that much oil just like rub my face along the pan and then there you go it's greased up ready to go no cookies won't stick yeah no stick at all yeah you could bake a cookie on my face but um i'm constantly just wiping my face and my neck and I'm just sweaty. I'm a sweaty person. So I fit right in with you guys. I am am so sweaty.
1: We do sweat quite a bit. So
0: that doesn't mean I didn't have fun. I'm more of just saying, it was so hot, Denver, you suck.
1: It was, (laughs) and then the the rain came in for a second, which was okay. It it was kind of nice to get it cool off. And then when the players got there, that was the cool part, and I put the video together uh, for the far end of the bench about the all the different videos and pictures that we took. I'm and sure. when they're announcing the players on the stage, and the crowd, all of the crowd breaks into an MVP chant when Kale McCarr is announced. That was a whole bunch of fun, and gave Landeskog uh, first coming out with the cup and the Swedish flag around his waist. That was a boss move, and then the had to get the gratuitous ab shot in there and lifting the cup over his head without his shirt on and making everybody in the crowd like all of the girls like we saw with the Elvis movie today just oh my Mm -hmm. god
0: so after the parade um Jimmy and I were had to call an Uber and we were freaking out that we weren't gonna make it back to his house in time because Jimmy had an interview at um Castle Rock Middle School Mm -hmm. and he did indeed get the job although he was freaking out in the car and saying everything's ruined and oh my god I'm not gonna make it there and I don't have enough time this is not gonna work and he freaked himself out for nothing because he got it so
1: it worked out just fine but yes I was in a place it's either it was either gonna go very well with the way the day had gone so far like the parade was fun but then, trying to get away from the parade, the station that we thought was going to be open was shut down. The light rail was going to take too long. The Uber we thought was going to be the best option, and it, it ended up being the best option because if you tell a Lyft driver, "Hey, I'll give you an extra tip if you can get us there quickly," he like, did. He yeah. went
0: around the traffic on the interstate. He got off. He went around. He got on.
1: He was swerving in and out. I mean, great. he he did his job and he earned. He didn't drive
0: I, quite like I do, but he essentially.
1: How People I don't do. understand. When you get your car into sport mode, it's a different world that we're living in. Like Me? Yes. When you, like, I felt I it... I like my sports mode. I, I just never felt the difference.
0: Turn it on? Because... When you come off the line, reason, it's like we're
1: coming off the line at a drag race. Well, the
0: reason they invented... Or why my car has the sports mode is because it's really bad at accelerating on its own. My car is terrible at accelerating. So, what the sports mode was invented for was, say, like you're passing a semi or something... You put sports mode on so that it has no restriction on your car for acceleration. So it can, like, go, whoo. and you're supposed to turn it on, go around whatever you're trying to get around, and then you turn it off so your car could go back into its normal modes. You're not supposed to keep it on forever because it'll ruin your car, essentially. And you could just be like me and always use sports mode when I'm trying to just speed through people.
1: You do a good job of doing that on your own also. Well... You have a heavy foot, dear.
0: Don't call me dear.
1: Baby girl. Okay. You have a heavy foot.
0: Okay. Anyway, uh, congratulations to Jimmy. He is now a seventh grade uh, social studies teacher. He's going to teach geography. And we only have like two weeks now for me to start planning out what I want to get for him for his classroom. So once he gets his keys. Jimmy and I are going to plan a day to go around to different stores. I want to go to the Dollar Tree, the Dollar Store, the general. There's like three different dollar stores, not even lying. And then just probably just Walmart and go get you a bunch of like cheap essential crap. It's okay if it doesn't look perfect on your first year. You're going to accumulate stuff as you go. So it's not like it needs to be 100% perfect Mm -hmm. the first round. So don't worry about it being like, oh, this looks ghetto. Don't, Don't worry about it.
1: It's going to be a lot of learning in the first year. And I think that the kids are going to... I hope that they understand it, but I'm basically going to say that at the beginning of the year. I'm
0: new, (coughs) and I don't know what I'm doing, so ignore my classroom. I'm sorry.
1: You guys are going to try and take advantage of me being the new guy, but I'm not going to... We're not going to allow that to happen. I'm a
0: football coach, so if any of you give me any shit or you're on your phone... Ten push-ups. Okay, but you don't want to get them in trouble so you should say you should honestly make that a rule you have to give me five push-ups put that on a on the board
1: somewhere on the walls
0: if you're on your phone you're talking during class or you disrupt the class five push-ups i feel like that's not too cruel and it's fair yeah that's a fair punishment even the girls they could fucking do it Mm
1: -hmm. my dad's punishment of choice when we were doing like a chalk talk or anything when we were in youth football he would never make you do push-ups, but he would bring you up to the front of the room and make you hold push-up position, which is actually harder than if he made oh, you made you just, prank? yes, like straight plans. arms, but you have to do it in front of everybody, and it's until he gets tired is yeah, the, I hate the adage. So he'd say DW, because that's who it always was. Shout out DW. is a, a one of the kids the, that's Ed's age that played with him for a while, but be like, DW, come up to the front of the room, get in push-up position, because you can't stop talking. And if you're in push-up position, I doubt you're going to be talking much.
0: Yeah. <coughs> so, you know how saying that I'm breathe now? Yes. Well, since I'm not breathe, you want to know what else I'm not? What are you not? Snow White.
1: Where did that come from?
0: Because animals are not my friends. I was animals driving home not. from your house and it was dark and late at night. And I hit a raccoon.
1: You hit a raccoon? Yeah. We both had to deal with animal death in the same week?
0: Listen! Okay. So, I was coming up Bellevue because the stupid light at Quebec and Arapaho, it... Oh, I'm getting angry just thinking about it every single freaking time. I'm going home late, and it's dark, because recently we haven't been going home until, like, 1, because we've had so many events going on. Okay, well the stupid light i don't know if the sensor just can't freaking see me or it thinks i'm in the next lane so i've been trying to go out the far left but when uh, when it's my turn going on quebec north like northbound it puts the green lights for the people going freaking straight but not me to turn so a few times i'm not even gonna lie i looked i looked nobody there fuck all of you and i go through the red arrow and i'm like no i'm going you turn green for those, but not me? You ho, I'm the only car here. Oh, that makes me so mad because it happens to me every single night. So sometimes I get so annoyed with waiting, I just say, screw it. So I end up going straight. Is your dog dying on the bone?
1: No, he's just cho- he's just choking a little bit. He's just yakking on a bone. Oh, I'm
0: so excited. <coughs> but <Bone. laughs>
1: Have you seen Christmas Vacation? No. The, 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 the crazy cousin has a big Rottweiler, and he's like the dog is under the table when the, while they're eating their Christmas dinner and he's like Bleh. and the main character goes Eddie something wrong with your dog? Oh no he's just yakking on a bone oh he got it up Guess. Uh, but
0: anyway every once in a while when I don't want to wait I go forward so I'll go all the way up Quebec did you run a
1: red light and hit a raccoon?
0: no I went all the way up Quebec to Bellevue and then I was going down Bellevue which I never take at night because I hate Bellevue with a passion in the daytime. When I'm coming home from work, I hate taking Bellevue. I'll try to take Arapahoe if I can, but most of the time it's Bellevue, and there's 50,000 freaking cars on there. The lanes are small. There's like 20 stoplights, and you're passing by two different schools, so it's like 10 miles a freaking hour. There's always a cop somewhere. I hate Bellevue. With Bellevue at passion. 3 o'clock
1: is aw- no. We used to have to drive Bellevue in the school bus uh, to Wrestling meets.
0: Yeah, I absolutely hate Bellevue. Oh.
1: Bellevue in the afternoon. I'd is rather
0: just take Arapaho because there's less lights, and you have although there's still the same amount of traffic, there's way less lights. So
1: it actually like it depends a little bit on the side because Arapaho eastbound at five o'clock is the worst traffic of all time.
0: But you gotta remember, I'm coming home. Yeah, no, you. I know you. You don't
1: forward. hit that part of Arapaho, yeah. and the the west side of Arapaho moves a lot quicker, especially between Broadway and Quebec. But getting I-25 East on Arapaho after 5 o'clock sucks so bad.
0: Yeah, like, by Chick-fil-A, that shit is always packed. <clears throat>
1: it's never... Yeah, it's never...
0: I'm cussing because I'm so mad! Okay, but... So, okay, back to the story. So, I was going home uh, west on Bellevue to get to Broadway, because that's where, like, the intersection of right where my complex is. And, um... I'm trying to think of where it was. It was, like... A little bit before, um, Starbucks is, like when you're coming up to that Starbucks. like. Oh, so it was basically thing. at Broadway? A little bit back there, though, how there's like the little medians. Well, it, okay, so there's a car next to me. It's late at night, and there's one damn freaking car next to me, so it's not like I could swerve into my right lane. And there's one car right there in front of that car. So no matter what I would do, if I go here, I'm at risk of hitting the, like, the front part of this person's car. Or I'm going to, like, rear on that person because I am, like, speeding. I would be speeding at that point. Anyway. So I see him starting to run into the road, and I'm like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. I thought he was going to, like... He kind of was looking at me. I thought he was going to. You turn saw around. me coming.
1: You I should thought, have swerved.
0: I thought he would turn around or something, but he's just, he's a little chunky. It was sad, too, because he was fat. So he starts just going whoop, 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 like oh, this. Look, like my hand so look. He, he, he's wobbling like this. Look, he goes whoop, 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 into the road. <laughs> and then the next thing you know, my front right tire goes wonk, and then my back right tire goes wonk.
1: <laughs> you got it with the front and the back tire. <laughs> So you you made sure that raccoon was dead,
0: a donk, you should have seen like did you stop to like make I sure got that it was dead? On that it was like a solid like I don't even know how to describe it. the whole entire right side of my car went up, I was like at an angle when, it went like donk, on the on donk. the
1: Quebec when we're going towards my house and the big bump in the median yes.
0: <coughs> it was crazy, poor raccoon, I didn't see.
1: The poor thing was because p- I
0: leave so early I leave in the dark so I I actually looked for it the next morning to see if it was there since I was in my truck but I can't see in the road because it's too dark I haven't seen it recently if it was there dead in the road so hmm
1: so maybe something bigger on Bellevue it's weird because it's close enough to the Cherry Creek State Park that there are some animals that a shark wander a shark except ate actually it. <laughs> if it was over on Broadway it wouldn't have made, Did the would the shark have made sense. Eat it? yeah a shark came onto the land and the ones that developed oh no, the tuna that developed a series of breathing apparatus so that they can come land bound.
0: It was an alligator, we'll say we'll say that.
1: Alligator's good. I like alligator a lot.
0: So yeah, I'm I'm not Snow White and I'm not Brie anymore.
1: Breathe. Yeah, I'm breathe. breathe. In, 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 in But let's in, keep on pushing in, through in,
0: because in. today we're gonna be talking about the Sopranos.
1: I the, dogs the dogs are just... Yeah, today Every time we
0: try to record, and then when we turn it off, they're perfectly normal.
1: When we turn it off, they're going to fall asleep. They're just trying to get their two seconds of fame.
0: Come here, Zach. Lay down. I'm going to beat you up. Okay, with
1: there. love. Beat him up with love.
0: PETA? Hello? <laughs> okay, anyway. Today's going to be Soprano Day because I have already gotten through you are very
1: deep into the show like you're all ready to where steve buscemi because is. because
0: i want to freaking start watching breaking bad and I, somebody I told me we're I not going to watch it until we're done with your parameters.
1: you know what other show that i think we should try yeah. also the no
0: because we have to finish narcos and yeah. then we talked about
1: uh, and narcos has narcos plus narcos Mexico. what's
0: the a the the biker gangs sons of anarchy yeah Sons of Anarchy that? is really, really, really good. I don't want another suggestion. <laughs> the Bear,
1: The Bear, that oh show with the dude w- from Shameless, that where he's a chef, that looked actually decent.
0: Okay.
1: But the, you know that's way on the back burner because Narcos and Narcos Mexico is good.
0: So, um, let's quickly go through. We're talking about the Abs. Um, let's talk about the documentary.
1: The doc, yeah, the Unrivaled documentary for the Red Rings. Red Wings. You did that on purpose. No, I didn't. I did Red Rings, not Wed Wings.
0: Wed Wing rivalry? The
1: Red Wings versus the the Avalanche rivalry um, Mm. in the late 90s, early 2000s. That's what we did on our vacation because we got rained out of our concert.
0: For me that didn't know a lot of the history on the Avs because I didn't really care about any of that stuff. I cared more about just watching hockey because I thought it was cool. Um, I learned a lot. I learned a lot about Wah. I think he's my new inspiration. Um, I want to go around and also fight people and uh, talk to my goalposts. Fight I think people at the
1: drop of a hat. Yeah, he was
0: sick, literally and figuratively.
1: For as crazy as he was, there was a method to his madness because he's a four-time Stanley Cup champion and a Hall of Famer. And
0: he just skated up to him and went, "I'm gonna fucking sucker punch you, Boom! he Bow. and
1: he and when Bow. he and Shanahan met and they jumped, and it was like a four foot collision in the air. It was Bow. all those fights like the blood when you see the referees scraping the blood from the ice with their skate and you realize just how much carnage was left on the ice it's one of those moments like that's one of the moments in sports where people are are remember where they were when they saw it if they were watching it
0: well, there's that one fight where like all of the players were got in this huge fight, and the rest were just standing there, like, uh huh, okay. His arms were even crossed. He was just watching there, like, yeah, okay, I'm just gonna make sure you guys don't like get killed. And then that, and then Raw Wah comes up, and he's like, I'm going to join. And then the ref is finally like, No, no, big boy, you're gonna kill somebody. You stay out of it. Let, Patrick, the, uh, let the little Patrick, kids fight.
1: Patrick, you're on parole. Patrick, no, you can't. <laughs> don't do that. You're on parole. So. Uh.
0: I liked it though. I learned a lot. Um, it turns out that the AVS have literally completely gotten over it. All of the Av players that were involved, and that one Wedwing guy, he just had an absolute.
1: The uh, Chris grudge. Draper, yeah. yeah, he said he's like you could still see the dent in my face from the boards. Yeah, so he, I was he like wanted
0: a lawsuit, and they even asked him questions like, like guiding the conversation of. Well do you forgive him? And he essentially said no, fuck no I don't.
1: I can't I stand Claude guys. Lemieux. And to be fair, on, on Chris Draper's side, not a lot of people liked Claude Lemieux and I own people in Colorado only only liked him when he was here and when he left he we went right back to hating him again. Jimmy but,
0: promised me we would still cheer on Kemper, just so we everybody will. knows I'm saying it Five looks like on he's the air.
1: It looks like he's going to Washington, which is good because he's out of the Western Conference, and I can deal with cheering for the Washington Capitals.
0: Let's go, Kempy boy!
1: That's actually pretty cool because he gets to play with Alex Ovechkin now, Kempe and boy. Alex Ovechkin's going to break the goal record in He'll the buy NHL. Buy that
0: jersey for nothing?
1: No, it's a Stanley Cup champion goaltender. Now you can wear that jersey for the, for the rest of the time.
0: I'm going to staple my puck onto it. I'm going to duct tape the puck. Hit the sign I was going to say
1: stapling the puck might be a little bit difficult.
0: I'll nail
1: it. Like a cross? Like a, a I'll crucifix? Have
0: nail poking in
1: my back. Yeah. I <laughs> think anyway. you're going to enjoy <laughs> Alexander G- Gagorev once we once we figure out how to say his name. Nobody can
0: fill the void in my
1: heart. No. You're, goalie, you you're a goalie fan. If
0: they replace Burrow and had oh, a would. different quarterback, no, he would I 100% would 100% feel the same. He would be like, No other quarterback can ever fill the void, even if they're a good quarterback.
1: The only thing that makes me okay with Kemper walking is because, one, he's close to the end of his career anyways, so he might as well make as much money as he can before that happens. Two, as much as I would like to pay him $6 million for his contract term, I don't want to be paying him $6 million for six years when he's going to be 38 At the end of this contract, and he's probably not going to be even close to seeing the ice because goalies, unless you're a rare exception, goalies basically drop dead at 35 and can't play anymore, unless it's in a a sparing role. So that's the only reason why I think it's okay that I'm that I'm okay with Kemper going, and we got a guy that we're now signed up with for five years. So,
0: wow. Let's shift gears. (laughs) Um, we also watched Selena. We watched the movie originally, and then we—I forced Jimmy to watch the season on or um, er, the series on Netflix and different actresses. Obviously, no more J Lo. You hate J Lo. Bitch can't act. I'm salty again Pitch because can't act. <laughs> every single time Jimmy will shit on something that I want to watch or like uh, something I want to do. He's like, no, I'm not interested. That doesn't seem like something I'd like. And then we start doing it, and then he gets obsessed.
1: She and then it's you bring it up
0: more than me. <coughs> he will. He'll be the one no now to put on any Mexican no music.
1: No Me a Mas is a beautiful song. I love that song so much, so much. Yeah. And I really enjoyed Like I, I enjoyed the music, and I like the. As close as their family was, it reminds me a little bit of mine.
0: What's Selena's last name?
1: Quintanilla.
0: <laughs> Perez?
1: Quintanilla. <laughs> no, it's the Quintanillas. That was funny, though. At least A.B. had shitty hair in, in both the movie and the series, so they kept, that <coughs> they kept that through line all the way there. I did enjoy the series. I think it was very well done. Well, the whole think
0: point of the series was to show more about her life and what she went through and... More of the struggles. They didn't glamorize. <laughs> her it being wasn't a pop star like the movie did.
1: Well, and also in the movie, it goes from them performing at like a Texas State Fair to the Astrodome. And you're like, what the fuck?
0: Yeah, this showed like the process from them even starting the band and playing covers. When Abraham was to playing, her remember Abraham was playing
1: guitar for when they were kids.
0: Yeah, to her being a teenager yeah. and them actually growing the band, and then her going solo, and then. It showed like absolute step by step,
1: so that was nice. It's honestly kind of funny now how much Selena content that I've actually been been aware of. Because I l- used to listen to a podcast um, that was analyzing assassinations, and they can classified Selena's as an assassination. Well, so they did a whole two uh, two episode series where they talked about the family upbringing. And that's how I, I knew I told you I knew that they were Jehovah's Witness before we watched the movie and that's why you know they they were the way that they were. What are you giving me that <laughs> look for? To, I want to talk. Okay, go. I gave her m-
0: I like when you get interested because then you just don't shut up. It's a it's a good thing and a bad thing. No, you can't come up here.
1: Boomer's trying Mr. to make you You're backing again. it
0: up onto the mic every time you come up, and then you tell him no, don't sit on it. Go, what? Sit on it? You could come to New after, Honey's. He said, "I don't want it anymore. I'm not looking at you."
1: He's a little warm. It looks like, yeah. You're whispering. <coughs> He's a little warm. It looks like. Oh, well, I didn't have a fan in here. Abraham Abraham Quintanilla. Let's talk about Abraham Quintanilla.
0: I was gonna. I had a train of thought and. Okay. Now I forgot because I was looking at Boom booms
1: we were talking uh, about uh, the Perez f- the Perez family.
0: Uh, oh, the, no, the lady. We were watching uh, Yolanda. was oh, that yep. her name?
1: Yolanda Salazar.
0: Yeah, we were watching um, an interview with her when she was currently in prison. Ah, uh, yeah. And I, dun- dude, she, I didn't like that video. Like, the interviewer, the dude, he was obviously pissed, so it was already biased. I think that's a bad interviewer because you should not <coughs> fucking provoke her, you idiot. That's, ins- that's it insane. We it have the same
1: exact thought. Yeah. It
0: doesn't give... If you're an interviewer, you need to be... It's okay if you are biased, but you can't show that you are biased because then it doesn't give a conversation. Then you're just guiding it or interrogating someone.
1: Let's be fair. That guy had no business interviewing Yolanda Salazar because in, if the TV station really wanted to get a good interview, they should Saldivar. have sent... Saldivar. To, Yolanda I Saldivar. I had to Google it. <coughs> um... If they wanted to get a good interview, they should have put somebody in the position of interviewing them that had some sort of experience dealing with the psychological different. Because exactly. she is she's a master insane. manipulator, and mm-hmm. she's a sociopath, so she was able, like, that guy, his his plan didn't work, and then you could see him get frustrated and start getting bitchy in the interview. Because and then as soon as he, he got bitchy, Yolanda, Yolanda's like, oh, I got this. I win.
0: Because he was like, well, why'd you do it? and she's like I, didn't I, I can't say
1: yeah
0: i can't say why i have my secrets and those are mine what the Then f- she was smiling too when he was talking about like the pain and well i was your best friend and you did that and she was literally smiling the whole entire time like it, there was a slight smile you could tell
1: do you have a here. theory on the reason why she did it i other honestly than, think she was a legit shit?
0: obsessed person where it was like if i can't have you then nobody can and just decided to do it because that was Selena's final straw was you lied to me about being raped I came to the urgent care for you they tell me you weren't raped at all that's something you should never lie about just give me my documents and be done with it leave me alone I think she finally saw oh my god there's actually no getting her back okay well fuck it but she had planned that shit out because she had planned to go that's why it was a homicide because she had planned to go get the gun, so she got the gun, she planned to kill her, she didn't plan when. I don't think she knew she was going to shoot her that day, but it was still homicide in the degree that it was, because she had bought the gun. She knew she was going to shoot Selena at some point.
1: Yeah, and it comes, the first degree. I think that's degree, why it was first degree murder. The first degree comes into play with the obsessive wall of pictures of Selena also. Yeah. So it's very clear that she was targeted by that person it's, you gotta be very, you gotta be more careful about who you bring into your circle. It's everything.
0: Am I going to murder you?
1: No, no, you're not going to murder me, but it's, it's just, it's a common like thing that you see a lot is when people start to go downhill, it's because they kept the wrong people or brought in the wrong people into their life. And then at some point it all blows up in their face and they're not able to come back from that. Like Elvis, that's, that's what happened with Elvis. That's what happened with Johnny Cash. That's what happened with a lot of people that got really famous really quickly and then petered out.
0: Do you see what this cat looks like? Yeah. How it's like. <laughs> okay, is now, that, now is look that you? at her face. What? Now look at her face and tell me that she doesn't look like this cat. Let me find Here. Ooh, here. Because that's even how she smiles. She has, like, the weird, like... Yeah, exactly like that. Look, 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 look. That's what her face looks like.
1: I can't believe that she hasn't been killed in the Texas prison yet. Because you know how protected.
0: many. She was protected. She was separated because mm. people were wanting to murder her.
1: I was gonna say there's many Texano fan Tejano fans in the jails in San Antonio. I'm sure she'd get whacked early, early and often.
0: Um, I think in the thing that we watched, that she was eligible for parole this year, wasn't it?
1: Something close to that, She's,
0: She was born in 1960, so she's 61 right now. I'm trying to see if she's out. Uh, Life in prison, no possibility of parole until March 2025 at the earliest. So possibly not? Maybe she's still there.
1: I feel like a good parole board or a good therapist is going to see that she's still very much a... A dangerous personality
0: Well let's talk theories now um, I want to talk about Oh I wanted to show you real quick what Chris looks like in real life Because I've never showed you
1: Because he doesn't look like Antonio Dawson Perez. Oh. Chris Perez
0: No actually kind of does Here's Chris Perez
1: mm.
0: I just want to show you what he looked like mm. um, Now I have to We're going to have to listen You listen and I read To Selena with Love Katie's already read it Because I got her one And me one But anyway
1: Is Katie the other big Selena fan in your family? Uh Yeah It's not all of your siblings It's just Katie We all
0: like Selena But she We watched the We were all watching The series in Greeley But anything for Selena's Look here's the band All together Like in real life But anyway So when you look at that There's a theory going around That Abraham her dad um, basically ordered a hit on his daughter because she kept on, they were showing that she just wouldn't listen to her dad. She wanted to be out on her own and do all these different adventures that weren't singing. She didn't feel like she knew who she was anymore and she wanted to stop because she just wanted to live her life. She didn't want to be famous and she was having issues with Chris but he hated Chris and so there's a legit like theory that Abraham ordered it. Um, Don't
1: touch my toes. That's not the. I mean, it's not the feeling that I got towards the end of the series. At the end of the series, yes, they were drifting apart. He ordered it. <clears throat> I could see him being upset with the fact that she was going to start trying to have kids with Chris. She. I could see him not wanting. <laughs> I could see him not wanting her to have kids with Chris. So maybe there there was something there But I wouldn't say like He was running the production studio They were signing other artists He had basically used Selena to build up an, his own Business and his own empire And he had AB working as, a, as his executive producer They were in a pretty good spot Whether Selena was going to sing for them or not They were
0: AB didn't have bad hair in real life mm-hmm. I think you're just a hater
1: I'm <laughs> not a hater
0: You're a hater
1: no AB's AB's fashion choices Were all of the wrong Fashion choices Of his eras
0: Well so was her sisters
1: Yeah I mean Suzette It was like a weird There's a reason convoy- why Selena was the lead singer And they put Suzette In the drums
0: Well she was also It wasn't as acceptable Back then For girls to be fat
1: mm. Yeah I mean
0: So don't know what else But she didn't have to Dress like A man
1: that she was, wasn't yeah, even. That was not good. She wasn't good. The jeans. She wasn't even gay or anything. Yeah. She, she had looks. A full on husband. The way that she dresses, she dresses like she was uh, having like three girlfriends. Right? Yeah,
0: but she was full on married. And she wore the
1: hippie hat way after but everybody she loved else her stopped. Husband. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: I don't know. She had weird And then got the
1: too. most beautiful song ever written about her and oh tore the heart God. out of the other guy. What?
0: Are you trying to tell me something? What do Since you mean? Because you're so obsessed with that song. Do you, mm-hmm. Is there another girl that you love?
1: No. I just like the song. It sounds good. I like dreaming of you too.
0: Cause I'm dreaming
1: mm-hmm.
0: of holding you tight till tomorrow. tomorrow. Oh no, then it's. I'll be holding you tight, and there's no.
1: They even got a Spanish section in the. They even got a Spanish section in that song too.
0: How would you like the very ending of it after she died and everyone was listening to that song?
1: It was tough. It would be a situation... Yeah. I mean, that's one of the situations... I don't think that it would be a fan in in my circumstances, but you would never want a sibling... You weren't a fan? What?
0: Did you say you weren't a fan? No, I
1: don't think that it would be a fan in my circumstances, but having a sibling be killed like that, I don't know how I'd be able to deal with it. So then seeing... Um, seeing Ab in the future and he's still poking the b- b- hamburgers, it seems silly at first. But then you think about it, and there's probably a lot of things. I mean, we're, I'm so close with my siblings that if one of us were to get killed, there would be
0: somebody would murder her back.
1: Y- y- there would be revenge. I have no doubt. And with your then family, one of us, somebody would murder her back. One of the us, other
0: siblings would help bury the body in the backyard. Yeah.
1: And then one of us is probably going to be going to prison after the other one is dead. <laughs> Feed it to so. Rocky. Uh-huh. Rocky
0: will eat anything. Put some barbecue sauce on it. Rocky will eat the body. It's fine. <laughs> chop it up like Christopher, and Pauly.
1: Bones burn at 1,500 degrees. So as long as we can find a kiln hot enough.
0: Uh, hello. See, you haven't watched Breaking Bad. All you need is acid.
1: Yeah, but then when you have the barrels of acid in your apartment, it's really hard to try no, and, you and tell d- the cops listen. someplace some that they're for some Here's other reason. Here's
0: how to murder somebody. When they're done, you chop up the body in smaller pieces put that all in, a, in the big tub like how your parents have in the basement and then fill that with acid so you can dissolve the body parts instead of shoving a whole body. It's a lot easier to pack in the pieces than it is a whole body. And you do that with the tub inside of the bathtub so that when it leaks and then when it's done, you d- okay, put it down the tub. Breaking bad. Uh, yeah. Now you know how to kill somebody.
1: I would hope that we wouldn't go as... I think it would just be a beating, and then one of us would still have to go to prison, but you met our attorney last night, so... I'll
0: go to prison for you.
1: I would go to prison for you. I would go to prison for everybody that I love. You love me? I do.
0: You wouldn't go to prison for me. Yeah, I would. For What would I do? What would you do? I would have to be defending your honor or something. You'd be killing Matt at some point. I feel like if that's anything in my life, you would either you would kill one of the terrible men in my life. Yeah. That's the only th- that's the only time I have ever heard you say you wanted to kill somebody.
1: Yeah, I mean because I, I wouldn't want I don't like that it happened to you and I wouldn't like that it uh, that it would happen to anybody. Like, the other if day it happened to anybody else close to me, it would be a a big problem also. It's just a thing that I it's a line that I have that you can't cross. You're just protective.
0: I saw the other day when we were going out the front door Matt was going back into his apartment, and I noticed you stopped in the middle of the thing, so I couldn't walk past you. You waited till the door was closed, and then you let me walk. I notice things. I do.
1: I yeah. I mean, what that was I on was the, the way at to the party. I was at Heritage when the Arapaho shooting happened. When the the student had the shotgun and he was going to try and kill the debate teacher because he k- he kicked him off the debate team, and. um
0: Jesus Christ.
1: Yeah, and the it's in the same district as Heritage, and it's very close, so they didn't know if there's somebody that could be possibly fleeing and, and coming to the other schools. So they had us all just locked down in our classrooms, and I did sit in between the door and where the rest of the class, like we were all kind of away from the door, but I was at the one closest to it because I feel like in those, we've been taught now in the situations like as an RA we went through trainings and now as a teacher I've gone through trainings it's run hide fight if you're in a situation like that so if you can run and escape take as many people with you as you can and do that
0: well now you're responsible for getting all the kids out first before yourself
1: that's true and this that's is gonna why be
0: I highly recommend guns for self protection I understand that this, that's a giant debate because no matter what you do no matter what precautions or laws you make It's always going to be. There's always going to be something. Anybody can have a mental snap and just go like. He got kicked off of the debate team, and that makes him want to kill somebody. That's just all I'm saying is that you never know what's going to click in somebody's brain to make them go insane. There's never going to be a right way or a perfect law or a perfect regulation to ever make no violence in the world. It's just not going to happen. That's not realistic, and that's not the real world. However, I I I do think that teachers should have some sort of freaking self-protection. I mean, you have teachers going out there, and I was going to show you this TikTok. This teacher has a thing called the barracuda. Or barracuda. What's the snake called? Isn't it the barracuda? Or the... Is it an animal?
1: Barracuda is like a fish, like an eel-type fish.
0: Yeah. Okay, so it's a barracuda, Mm -hmm. right?
1: Okay. The word is? Yeah.
0: Okay, that's all I needed so anyway, it's called Barracuda and it's a giant door lock for the school industrial doors, for the classrooms. And it goes over the door handle and it's a steel long bar that goes from door frame to door frame mm-hmm. and goes right over the handle so that no matter what you do, you can't move it, you can't break down the door, you can't do anything. So, but it's like $200. But the whole entire point is that that door ain't going anyb- anywhere. Yeah. So it's kind of shitty that you have to resort to hiding instead of fighting. Uh,
1: the fighting would be the, the very last resort, and that's if... I mean, honestly, they, uh, there's been studies, and the people who know how to uh, that have handled those situations have said if you do find yourself in a mass shooting situation, you should charge the person with the gun because they're not expecting... Most of the time, they're not going to be expecting you to be coming straight at them, and you'll surprise them, and it's going to throw off their plan. I Um,
0: have gone into me getting a gun knowing that if I find myself... The second that I got my, uh, my concealed carry, I had the mindset of if anything were to ever happen in public, I would be one of the people to defend. Even if that does mean I might lose my life in a grocery store, I will gladly try to save as many lives as i can if i can shoot the shooter before they shoot somebody else that's the whole point that's my service is that's why i went through getting my concealed
1: yeah i don't know i but don't know remember, if teachers I'm from
0: government so yeah
1: i think i c- i've said that teachers having a gun i think is better than teachers not having a gun my my solution that i think is the best and would fit a lot of other needs as well would be taking veterans that are discharged now and are looking for a way to work and they don't want to go through necessarily the the getting into the police force and yeah. and they want to still be in some sort of security facet those are guys that are already trained through high pressure situ- situations and that's where the biggest downfall is in a lot of these like you think if you have your concealed carry and you you're able to defend yourself at si- if something went down that you would do something but a high likelihood is you're going to pa- you're going to panic and you're gonna freeze right. and you might not be able to move so these guys that have had experience in that situation like a quick they have quick the training direction. to be able to neutralize a threat very quickly and I think that way I mean giving it giving a teacher they already have the responsibility of trying to teach the actual class and make sure that the students are moving along at the rate they should putting the, also the responsibility on them of having a gun and being the first line of defense for the entire classroom might be a little bit much for some teachers So putting it on like a professional Who's done that kind of stuff Before I think makes a lot of sense
0: But then why not Make it mandatory At least just in Colorado That every single school No matter what grade Because now we know We've had we've had shootings for every single school uh, Age range hmm. I couldn't think of a, the word
1: High school, elementary school
0: Yeah there's preschool shooting Sandy Hook there's college shootings. There's anything you can imagine. We've had every single shooting that you Movie, can Movie theater.
1: Don't go see...
0: Yeah, don't go watch movies. Don't movies go see cancer. the comic
1: book movies. Skip the Batman movies in theaters if you can.
0: Anyway, my point is, is that... Why is it not mandatory, at least just in Colorado... Because it seems to be popular here... To install metal detectors... Yeah. At every single exterior door. Not just the front entrance. Every single exterior door... And have an alarm. You don't have to have somebody posted up on it. I know we don't have the labor force for that. And even then, they'd probably just hire some random... Because you don't need... for To be a security officer, you don't need any sort of training. No combat training. Nothing. Mm. All you would need is literally just a freaking metal detector that has a loud alarm that would set off a school alarm. So then they have some sort of warning. I'm not saying that's going to solve it. But I am saying that could prevent at least a portion of the any deaths that might happen. Mm-hmm. Now we're getting political, so sorry, but no, you're I controversial, mean, not political. So uh, that's, that's just that's my opinion. I don't that's understand now why it's not mandatory.
1: That's now a situation that I've I've had to think about and try and, and put myself in the mindset of... You to think
0: of an exit plan of go in your classroom. Okay, what are we going to do in emergencies? Not just for shootings, but you got to remember... You go through those trainings with your drills, other teachers. Earthquakes, tornadoes. tornadoes yeah. What do you, How do? How do you best protect your kids? So yeah. that's just like, I don't know. That's a new reality you have to face now. Is now you are responsible for however many kids, not just yourself anymore.
1: I think that I'm equipped to handle that. I,
0: I know you are because you're around kids. Yeah, and you're in Vegas, them and you are essentially protecting them.
1: In Vegas, I was the Teen the. Dad. Yeah, Team Dad, where the moms were just like, "Oh, you're next to Coach Pilato. Make sure that he gets you. Make sure that he gets you back to the hotel." What? Hi,
0: I'm Mom Pilato.
1: You guys, you guys have three kids. I don't have no kids. Why do I have to? You're trusting me to get him back to the hotel?
0: Hello, kids. You can all call me Stace for the day. Yeah. (laughs) I will get you to and from the the only thing that I can't do
1: is make the team dinner.
0: No, No. he can. I'm not. I'm not Stacey. I'm only Stace.
1: Mm -hmm. I'm just the. Just to getting people where I need them to go. That's what I specialize in.
0: Yeah. You'll be like, I'm Stacy with two E's. <laughs> Not the Stacy with I E.
1: Stacy Jacks. That's who I am. Yeah,
0: so you're like the Walmart version.
1: Yeah. <laughs> My name's Stacy Lynn. She's uh, the
0: premium. You're the free with with. Uh, I'm the great ads. value Stacy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: She's Prime Video. I'm Amazon Video.
0: Yeah. What's our timestamp?
1: About, we're at fifty-two. Shit. Yeah. remember those Directv commercials? Hi, I'm Rob Lowe. Uh, and I have Directv. I'm also Rob Lowe, and I have cable. And he's like a tweaker. And he lives under a bridge.
0: Do you remember? It uh, wasn't it LeBron James or was it another black guy, NBA player? And he got Cancelled. <laughs> I don't remember which <laughs> black NBA player it was, but <laughs> he goes, "Stop doing drugs. Don't do it." Oh,
1: that's Michael Jordan.
0: Yeah, Michael Jordan. He goes,
1: That's really bad. Canceled now. He goes, Get help. Stop it.
0: Yeah, there you go. Stop it. Stop it. Get help. How am I canceled? I didn't know which one it (laughs) was.
1: I didn't know which black guy I was thinking (laughs) of. Oh,
0: God. Leave me alone. (laughs) I'm not racist. I promise.
1: It's okay. We made it 25 episodes.
0: Okay, so first I mixed up my black ladies, and then I didn't know who which black man I w- was thinking of. Are
1: we yet. ready? Are you, do you have your notes on the Sopranos up? We can talk about the Sopranos and end things. We Wait.
0: might not make it through. What do you well, mean? Well, let's just start through season two and see how far we get.
1: Yeah, we're 53, so we have like 20, 30 minutes left.
0: Okay, so... Let's go to my news. So we are intru- okay, for anybody that doesn't like Sopranos, this will be the end of the episode for you. Feel free to turn off at AWAR
1: Pod before you go, but don't yeah. click off. It's going to be worth it. Don't don't worry about it. This has been Don't worry about
0: Breathe it. Breathe and Jimmy. In case you are deciding to leave. Oh. So, for anybody that wants to listen to uh, our what's the word? Reindition.
1: Sure, rendition.
0: Rendition.
1: Rendition. We can go with that.
0: What's the word?
1: I don't know what you're thinking of.
0: You're supposed to know everything.
1: I'm not in your head. Okay. Oh!
0: Put more oomph. Oh! Oh, come on. Oh! Thank you. Pick it up, Pilato! Come <laughs> on! Drive through! Final push!
1: I'm good. I'm good. Uh, what are your season takes two. on season two?
0: New characters. And in this corner... Janice soprano, and then we have uh Fabio Furio fabio
1: Furio fabio F- Furio F- Furio comes in in season two,
0: yeah uh ah. so I oh, call do they him go to fa-
1: Italy in season two
0: I call him Fabio because he has long black hair, and it just reminds me of uh, Fabio mm-hmm. from the all the movies and whatnot, yeah, anyway,
1: the cover of romance novels,
0: yeah, so um. Janice. Let's just do a quick recap of Janice. Janice is Tony's sister. Piece of shit. Yeah. Um, she's an awful character. Um, she comes in and she starts dating Richie, who's an, also a piece of shit.
1: And Richie is a guy who was made before Tony. He's yeah. a generation so older and he better. was in, he was in prison when Tony got, got made, made and kind of brought up as the boss. So Richie doesn't think Tony... He's kind of jealous. Yeah. Rich, Richie's jealous and Richie doesn't think that Tony should be in, in the position that he's in.
0: Because... Janice when they were having sex said oh, it yeah. should have been you and, and he it got into his head and he got pissed.
1: Yeah, and that's also the other thing is that Richie and Janice dated each other before Richie got put in jail. Yeah. They're like an old old thing. Old flame. Yeah.
0: Old flame. But anyway, um, Janice killed Richie. <laughs> Shot him dead. Because Don't punch her in the mouth. Yeah, Richie was being an absolute piece of garbage even after she cooked for him and he didn't want it. Well, I mean, and you got to get
1: my fucking dinner on the table at 5 p.m. I said 5 p.m. It's 5.01. If I
0: made you dinner and you said no and you started to eat something else, I might shoot you too. I mean, with a Nerf gun. <laughs> in case the cops are listening.
1: Yeah, I mean, think about that. No, Janet, I be genuinely upset that understand. Janice killed Richie The same night that she drugged Livia because she wanted to have sex with Richie and then got punched in the mouth and decided, this man's dead. And then I'm going to call my brother because my brother knows how to get rid of a body. I'm not going to be eating at Satriels for like weeks.
0: Yeah. So uh, Tony came and called in Christopher and who was the other guy? Furio. Was it Furio? Mm -hmm. Okay. And they had to help get rid of the body. Uh, Richie got chopped up Oh yeah that's right Because Furio and Christopher Were in the meat factory And they cut up his body into small pieces That's mm-hmm. why I was thinking about putting it in the bin when I was That's what I was referencing yeah. Anyway They cut up the body to dispose of it better And yeah Richie's long gone And then um, I'm just going to breeze through All these little notes that I have Okay Ready.
1: Oh by the way when they were cutting up the body Chris had been made at that point
0: I have a note on that.
1: Okay, go. Cool. I, j- I just wanted to point that out.
0: Okay. And then, I'm ju- this is, I write notes while the episodes are going, so this is in basically in chronological order. Okay. Okay, so basically this is the start of Meadow's um, rebellious stage, where she doesn't want to listen. Uh, Grandma has now moved into a retirement community. Assisted living, whatever you want to call it I don't She's know. in
1: the hospital recovering from her stroke
0: Oh yeah, that's what it was So the house was empty mm-hmm. And they are going to sell the house But then um, Janice ended up buying it
1: mm, Not yeah, she buying did. it just she, put a loan, she got a
0: loan on it or something
1: She's just convincing Tony to To let her have it So she's her. The way Janice gets most of what she has in her life Is she just annoys the shit out of Tony Until he just finally relents She's also a very a master manipulator the whole the whole idea behind Janice's character was that when because the actor who played Livia died um, she was the one who's now the main adversary and like the big evil mind behind everything so she was the replacement for Livia okay go ahead
0: because Livia was the wife
1: no the mother the mother the mother
0: oh yeah Livia's the mother she was old as heck heck, heck.
1: mm-hmm. I think she was, like, 80 when they were filming that.
0: So, um, yes, Meadow throws a party in Grandma's empty house. And AJ is starts to just be a little shit, but I can't really blame him for how he turned out because look how he grew up with his parents shitting on him all the time. And he deserves so much better. Poor AJ.
1: Yeah, I mean, AJ's in a tough spot because Meadow is a brainiac and, like, super popular and can do she whatever. Like she all that. And, and then he's... Not that he's—he's he's definitely got ADHD, and Tony doesn't want to admit it, and Tony doesn't like doesn't allow them help. doesn't allow him to get the Don't help that he needs. Don't
0: believe in drugs. Don't believe in doctors. Yeah,
1: the uh, Italians are that way. Because uh, when remember when they went to Italy, the Italian woman after she got her hair cut and her fingernails—not yet. Okay, okay.
0: Chronological. Chronological. I, everything that you say, you're always like a step ahead of me, and I'm like, stop.
1: I just know the show forwards oh. and backwards.
0: Too quiet. Yeah. Okay. Um. This is gonna be vulgar. Warning, everybody. If you don't want to hear it, plug your ears. Big pussy is now huge pussy because he's fat. They made him extremely fat.
1: Mm-hmm. He he's does.
0: like gonna explode. You could probably like just poke him and he might explode. He's he's huge.
1: Yeah. Vinny got big for that one. Vinny Pastore is the actor who. My plays pussy.
0: Our pussy, Big our pussy. pussy wouldn't wear a wire.
1: <laughs> You're talking about my pussy. <laughs> That's my pussy. Yeah.
0: I, I made an honorable mention in here that Polly, uh, he called it pasta and gravy. Mm.
1: Shout out Polly Walnuts because uh, Tony Sirico did pass away. Gravy. Yeah, he passed away on Friday as we're recording. He this. did.
0: Rest in peace. I love you, Polly. Polly Walnuts. He was cool. He's my favorite character.
1: He was the most like everybody says he's the most like his character in real life because he was an actual mob guy.
0: Yeah, he always kept his hands in front of him because you always have to be ready to fight.
1: Yep, in prison you gotta always be ready. You can't have your hands in your pockets because then somebody's gonna come up and punch you in the face. You're not gonna be ready. Yep.
0: <laughs> but, uh yeah, he called it pasta and gravy and it reminded me of you. Because you call it gravy every once in a while. Yeah, it's my mom good hates gravy. it.
1: This is good gravy.
0: Why does your mom hate it?
1: Because we, we weren't the Italians that called it gravy growing up. It's sauce. Wow. It's so- fucking sauce. So- sauce? So- yeah, it's sauce.
0: Gravy. I'm gonna start calling it gravy <laughs> And then uh, another honorable mention, because I thought it was hilarious. Time to say goodbye. To what? To places that don't exist. Oh. (laughs) Yeah. That's
1: that song.
0: Yeah, it reminded (laughs) me of Stepbrother.
1: (laughs) It was, yeah. It's the same.
0: But that song was in there, and I was like, what? And apparently Junior can sing
1: uh just yes, dominic crap. dominic Chianese, can sing. yeah the actor who plays him he was in broadway and musicals but wow. he also just sings he was, he's was he been in operas and can sing in fluent italian
0: damn mm-hmm. he, he was good though he's, but I, I just liked hearing that song because i was like i know this one
1: that's the cool part about a lot of these actors is that they're like very very well trained and well versed but they weren't None of them were really famous until the show happened. Mm -hmm. And then when the show happened, they all got really famous. A lot of them were able to... Everybody that got whacked off the show basically got another chance at at another show. That was the only good thing about getting killed off. Best thing about not being on The Sopranos would have been being killed on The Sopranos. And then you get every mob role that comes available up to you from that point on.
0: So I'm not going to bring up Furio yet because that's going to start the timeline on... Um. Oh, what's her name? What's her name? What's her name? Meadow. No, the girlfriend, the girlfriend. Tony's girlfriend.
1: Oh, Gloria?
0: Yeah, I wrote it down somewhere, I thought. The crazy one? Yeah, Gloria, yeah. Tony's girlfriend, Gloria. Anyway, okay.
1: That he met at Melfi's office.
0: I'm not going to start yet though. Okay. Okay. Um Yeah, Tony did go to Italy. And
1: cuz they were selling the cars that they were stealing in jersey
0: and made business with her she was the mob boss like she's the
1: yeah she's the main she's the the don's daughter so she ends up having all the power in the family
0: because he's like why doesn't your father have somebody doing it i am the one doing it but um they traded businesses in order to get furio Mm -hmm. so that's how furio came into the show uh, so now we have Fabio yep. Fabio came back to America
1: Fabio was in La Cosa Nostra in Naples and it's called something else but I can't think of what it what it is yeah. La Cosa Nostra is Sicily but he was uh, basically one of he's a made guy he was made in Italy which is like in mafia standards that's like a hall of famer coming over and coming back and playing again in his prime uh, so when he comes back to the first thing that he does do you remember the first thing that he does when he comes back to America The first thing Tony has Furio do as a member of the mob in Jersey is he has him go to that whorehouse that isn't paying him all the money that they... Oh, I wrote that down.
0: I put, uh, they shorted Chris at the sex shop and Furio fucked everyone up. Yeah, that's my note.
1: That's the very first job that Tony gave Furio as a member of his crew. And Tony sat
0: outside and just heard all the screaming of that dumb Chinese lady and was like, hell yeah!
1: That was, uh, they said they did... They were. They had 15 minutes to do that shot, so they had to get it in one or two takes. And it was the way that they shoot it. It's all one, so the camera follows him from the car all the way through. So it's like a timing. He has to do everything that they specified, yeah. and do it without hurting anybody. Um, but no, getting. Here's the thing: when you get shot in the kneecap like that, the knee bone doesn't heal. There is no way to get that bone back other than I think they might Me, put a, a, they might put a plate in it, so he gets the knee shot out and punches the woman in the face. And uh, I was I was either reading when I was reading the book or listening to the podcast. Federico Castelluccio, who's the guy who plays Furio, was talking about um, because he says after he punches the Asian wife. And he spits and he says something in Italian. They asked him what he said. And he's like, I had to do this because of you. He said, I said, I had to do this because of you in Italian. Because the last thing Tony said was to make sure that the wife is never out of line again. Because the wife is the reason why Chris was getting shorted in the first yeah. place. So he spits and then in Italian, like that wasn't written in the script. They just said, say something in Italian. And he goes, it's all your fault. You, you know, see you, see you next Tuesday.
0: Yeah. Okay, so, um, where am I, I? on no. If your mom Kay. says I
1: didn't talk in this episode, she's not listening.
0: I'm just trying to guide us. It's less of me trying to shut you up. It's more of me just trying to make sure I get through as much of the and Sopranos y- yeah, before and then I get behind. You just let
1: me loose on a subject because I, I know really. all of the...
0: Because now the next episode we'll have to get through two seasons. So it'll probably be more of like half episode of Sopranos, hap- half episode of whatever else. Mm-hmm. Because it looks like today's only going to be one
1: season. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff that I know.
0: It's just fine. I'm okay I with know. it. I know. It's just, we should have, like, a whole episode. But I don't want to do just one episode of only Speranos. Okay, anyway. Um, pussy Wax a man to death at the crowbar.
1: Yep. That's uh, the Bobby, Bobby Elvis, the Elvis impersonator. Um,
0: oh, yeah. He comes into his house and he's like, I'll put on some tea.
1: And he did that because... I was again listening to the podcast, and they say the way you can tell if a guy is a, in is a, in connection to the mob is they go this as a friend of ours. So if you're a, if you're a, 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 introduced as a friend of ours, you're introduced as a guy who's in the know and like understands the the mafia a world. Of so they saw him at the Elvis saw Pussy and the FBI agent that he's working with because Pussy is a rat. He he did get flipped by the is by a rat. the FBI and he's walking around with Skip, who's the, his FBI handler for his informancy, and the Elvis impersonator sees him, and then Big Pussy goes, this is a friend of ours, Bobby Elvis. Or the, he introduces the FBI agent as a friend of ours because he wants to make sure that the story is I was hanging out with another wise guy from, like, Philly or something. He doesn't want it because he's hanging out with somebody who's not inside the world. That looks suspicious.
0: And they played Frankie Valley. I just wanted to tell you mm-hmm. that in season two, they played Frankie Valley.
1: Yeah. Pussy. Come on. i s- Have a set. My tea's on the boil.
0: So, um, Janice has a new boyfriend. Uh, it is now... Um, ah, who's the one that beats up the stripper?
1: Oh, that's in season three, though.
0: No. She has a new boyfriend in season two. That's when they start talking, because remember, he's still... Uh, dating or married. Is Ralphie back in season two? Oh yeah, it's Ralphie. Uh, Ralphie's oh yeah, married yeah. and they're having an affair.
1: Ralphie's, they're not married so that's um, they're together, they're in a relationship and he lives with them but that's Jackie Giacomo, the Jackie April, the boss from season one that dies of cancer, that's his wife. So Ralphie is dating Jackie April's widow. So that's who that is. And then he has the affair on her with Janice. That's who you're thinking of. Okay. That's the relation of how everybody is is in the know.
0: So, um, 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 Chris is also working with the writers because he wants to be uh, he wants to write scripts for movies, mm-hmm. and he makes friends with these producers who wants his input on the mafia, basically. They used him.
1: Did you recognize the guy in that that episode? That's the guy who directed Iron Man. John Favreau.
0: Okay. I I don't know. I don't know anything about directing. He
1: started the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Like, all of the movies, he was the one that did Iron Man, and that was the first one.
0: I might know names, but not faces.
1: I'm just saying. I'm just saying.
0: You just looked at me disappointed. He's an
1: actor, too. I'm just... He
0: just looks so disappointed in me. Like, wow, my girlfriend doesn't know who this is. Divorce.
1: No, I'm just a dork.
0: Divorce. Right to jail. Straight to jail. Straight to jail. Continue. Um... Chris is freaking out because they ended up using info that they weren't supposed to know. And Chris fucked up. He should have never said the things that he was going to say.
1: You can't say family secrets.
0: Yeah. Um... Chris almost got whacked. He almost got shot by uh, Jackie Jr., wasn't it? Or Was it Jackie Jr.?
1: No, that or was... There two um, guys
0: that almost shot him. Was that it, was Matt, Matt
1: Bevel, Yeah, they were the, the finance bros that they brought in for their um, insurance scam.
0: That were on Ralphie's team. I need, uh, That's important to mention, that yeah. they were on Ralphie's team. No,
1: they were the ones trying to work with Richie. They were the ones that thought... If they killed Chris, they could go to Richie and Richie would protect them. Ralphie. You said Ralphie. Oh. Ralphie's the guy that beats the stripper to death in season three and has the horse. But they were
0: under Ralphie's team. Richie.
1: The guys that shot Chris were under Richie's team before Ralphie was involved.
0: No, because Ralphie, the blonde-haired guy.
1: Yeah.
0: He got so much shit for that from Tony.
1: That's Jackie Jr. Jackie Jr. did didn't shoot Chris.
0: Jackie Jr. robbed Chris.
1: Jackie Jr. robbed the poker game that Chris was at. Yes. Jackie Jr. shot Furio. Everybody shoots everybody in this show. Sorry.
0: So. Okay. Well, and for the sake of me not getting confused, anyway, Chris almost got whacked. He was shot. He's fine. He he was in the hospital. They thought he was gonna die. He almost did. He he's good now. Um. When Polly they found goes the guy the that shot him, uh, Tony and um, Polly. Pussy. Pussy. Polly and Pussy.
1: Nope. Tony and Pussy.
0: Oh, my God, there's too many names, and you're speaking so fast, I'm getting confused.
1: Tony and Pussy kill Matt Bevilacqua. Damn Italians, so many uh, names and people and places. There were two guys that attacked Chris, and Chris shot one of them in the head.
0: And killed him, then the other one got away.
1: And they found the one that got away. But I
0: just don't say names, so then I won't get mixed up.
1: They found. I know who they are, it's
0: just I'm... Thinking too
1: Uh-oh. fast. Also, fun fact. Fun fact, hold on. The character that they shoot for killing Chris, his character's name is Matthew Bevelacqua. Bevilacqua in Italian means drink water. It's like it's the command to drink water. Okay, go.
0: They tied Mr. Drink Water up to the chair and they shot him eighteen times. Mm.
1: You counted you counted the shots?
0: Yeah, because first Tony was like poof. and then Pussy was like poof, poof. and then they looked at each other. Oh, poof, 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 poof. And he just asked... They made it seem like they were going to let him live. And he's like, well, what do you want? I, I just want to drink. I'm so thirsty.
1: You sure you want a diet? Like you don't want to drink with some balls?
0: Mm-hmm. They get he, he was like, no, I'll, I'll take anything. I'm so thirsty. Thank you, T. Wow, okay. Um, but yeah, they shot him. Uh, Carmella is cheating on Tony for the second time now. And although you didn't think that she was cheating, she definitely was flirting and wanting to go away from Tony... And then it went from straight out making out with another man.
1: Who did she make out with?
0: You asked us last time. The priest. She? And then there was that tennis coach dude I thought. I wrote it down for a reason. She made out with somebody. See, now I gotta go back and watch season two because she made out with somebody.
1: Okay. I'll take your word She's for little
0: it. She's a whore. For as much as she gives Tony shit for having all these gumas...
1: That's why she's justified in stepping out on Tony is because Tony has all those gumas. Gumadas.
0: She's not perfect.
1: She's not. None of them are.
0: Anyway. Um, Silvio is now wearing a wire.
1: Hmm? No.
0: Yes, Silvio's wearing a wire.
1: No. Silvio is the the owner of the strip club.
0: Yeah, and he's wearing a wire.
1: A wire for who? The no, he's not. He does it ever, Silvio. Yes, he does. Silvio lasts until the final episode until he gets shot.
0: Silvio wearing a wire.
1: Silvio was the was the most loyal of his crew.
0: Which one's Silvio?
1: The guy with the big hair.
0: Oh, it was the other fat guy. It wasn't pussy. It was the other fat guy.
1: No, that guy got shot. That guy got whacked in season one. That's Jimmy Altieri. Shut up. He's the guy that they brought, that Chris brings over. Like okay, well,
0: somebody has a wire.
1: He had a wire, and he's been killed.
0: You're a wire. <sighs>
1: <laughs> I'm this just trying to keep you, you on track. This is what
0: happens when you rely on me to watch the season and you don't watch with me? Because I, then my notes aren't accurate. Apparently. Your note,
1: no, but that note would be from season one.
0: <laughs> um. Why do they tap their fork when they eat? I hate that. That's like a pet peeve of mine. Look, look, look at me, look. Say I'm here eating spaghetti or just any pasta, okay? Here's my fork. They go like this, they get their scoop, and they go...
1: You want to know the real reason?
0: freak do they do that? I hate it.
1: Because if they take a bite at any point in the scene, every time that they do a different angle of that scene, they will have to eat a bite of the pasta. So the trick for the actors is to make it like do everything that you can to not put the food in your mouth while the camera is on you because if you do it one time and it's a good take then you have to do it for the rest of the day and they don't like to eat like people get sick and all that stuff so that's why they do that's why they're over exaggerating scraping the fork on the plate
0: i hate that all of them they always shake shake, shake 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 well
1: tony did it with when he's having dinner with jackie jr to get his attention he's like look at me Clink, cling 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 cling. Look at well, me. Well, they don't
0: hit the plate though. I'm just saying, like they're holding their plate and they're going like this, almost like they're trying to tap something off of the fork. Mm-hmm. It just annoyed me as a pet peeve. Um, Tony got food poisoning from the Indian food, and because he was shitting and puking himself to death, he was having fever dreams. And his fever him dreams finally realized he's
1: such a mobster that his daydreams helped help him, him figure out who the rat was.
0: And it was. Big pussy. Yes, his best friend, his actual best friend. Yeah. Um. They ended up shooting him on the boat. They brought him onto the boat. He knew something was up, and uh, Tony was sick as heck, and he was like, "Oh, I just bought a boat. Let's all go out. Come on." And yeah, they went out on the sea, and he, you could tell he was trying to be avoidant, like, "Oh, let let let's let's just eat something. Let's just drink. Let let let's go upstairs. Let's go back upstairs." And they were all pissed and most sick and. They just, sit down. Sit down. We're gonna have a little talking. We're gonna have a little heart-to-heart. And, turns out, he did admit to it, and, yeah, it, it wasn't good. It was, I actually really liked that scene because of how uncomfortable it made me. It was really tense because it was silent. There was no music. You can hear the waves. It was almost like you were actually there in real life, like, spectating. That's how, like... Amazing, they shot that scene because you're just sitting there looking at the three of them, and then they to just pussy, mm-hmm. and then they to the three of them whenever they would talk, so you can like visibly see, oh shit, this is literally three on one right now.
1: Yeah, and you can tell they still have respect for him because he said, Please just let me keep my eyes and don't shoot me in the face, and they didn't. They shot him all in the torso. But, but then also after they him. kill him and start to go get him ready to be put in the bag, they're, like, taking his watch because they're going to go sell his watch and shit that he's wearing because they're still, as much as they love pussy, they're, they're still, still fucking degenerates and gangsters. And they're like, yeah, I'm going to go fence this and make a quick buck. Yeah,
0: they're still the gang Italians.
1: like, we got to make money.
0: Yeah. Come on. But um, that was technically the last big event. The last thing that we see before the season ends is that Tony's house is getting searched. Mm-hmm. They have a search warrant The they, federal indictments Yes, they come into the house because now Pussy is dead So they're like, well shit, we lost our informant We're gonna search your house And that's how the season ended Now going back to your point uh, or The thing that you started to bring up We're introducing Tony's girlfriend She comes in in season 2 Where, yes, she was getting all dolled up And her toenail clippings were on the floor Because some dude was like clipping her toenails and she said, no, 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 we saved those. Because somebody could put witch voodoo magic on you. You
1: burn them, otherwise somebody puts the evil on you.
0: Yeah, and Tony was even asking about them. She said, why, you want some of my hair? <laughs> no, it's just weird, lady. But anyway, um, yeah, that was the end of season two. Tony's house gets raided, essentially. And obviously we know how the show ends. And how it continues. So we know nothing terrible happened from it. They were more just searching it.
1: So far, that's the closest the FBI has been to Tony and the mob. Well, no. So that's...
0: Remember, they in the next season, in three, I'll
1: mention... No, I know. I mean, so his basement. Just so far, it's the closest that the FBI has been. So this was kind of like the season where they almost it expanded him. out of the n- local neighborhood. And the FBI is starting to become a factor. And now Tony is everybody knows that Tony's the boss because Junior's been in house arrest forever and everybody knows that he has no power left in yeah, the, he went in the family. His yeah. So everybody knows that it's Tony's show and that's where season 2 it like it ends after they kill Pussy something else is coming and then in season 3 that's when Ralphie's introduced and Ralphie is the fucking so incarnate. They it, he said Devil the incarnate. David David Chase, who's the creator of the show, said that he wrote the character of Ralphie as He's the awful. embodiment of the Antichrist.
0: Yeah, I hate Ralphie.
1: In a show where everybody is a fucking awful person, uh-huh. Ralphie is the worst person that has ever been involved in the Soprano universe. I
0: agree. Where are we at?
1: One hour and nineteen, so. That's it? Yeah. If you uh, I think run? we can Huh?
0: Okay, will you let me speed run? Okay. Okay. Uh, season three starts off. Nothing really happened to Tony. They didn't really find anything in the house. Um, the mob presence is more known in the world. They made that, like, the very first thing that you see is in the paper that Tony gets on the driveway that, uh-oh, mobs. So it's kind of like they're the government's spreading the word about be aware because they're trying to bring them down, make sure that they're slipping up because now everyone's more aware, whatever. Um, they ended up putting wires in Tony's basement. It just took him forever because it took, like, two or three episodes of them watching their schedules to see when they're leaving the house. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: That's the reason actually.
0: They, they got the wire in and then it failed was because the water heater <laughs> exploded in the basement. What?
1: They, the way that they're able to get in and get the wire done, it's actually how they did this in real life too. But they would. Purposely, because you know how old TVs couldn't have a magnet close to them, otherwise it would stop working. They would send a magnetic signal to the mafia guy's house and, like, make sure that something broke down. And then they would listen on a wiretap to when the wife would call for a repair and send in an un- undercover agent to go in. And as he's replacing the TV and fixing whatever's yeah. wrong with there, he then is able to plant the wire where he's supposed to be. But that's how they actually got their FBI agents you know, in the
0: house. used to do that with a magnet to one of my old TVs, like the big box TVs. I would go in and go in a line and, like, make it a rainbow. I'm an idiot. (laughs) But I just
1: wanted to say that that's actually, they did that legit how they did it in real life.
0: So season three, also towards the beginning, Chris and Furio are made. Mm -hmm. So now they are officially made men.
1: Furio was made. Chris is made.
0: They both did the hand thing. That's
1: Eugene Pontecorvo. That's Uh not Furio.
0: Shut up. (laughs) This is what happens when you don't watch with me. Yeah, I have to blast through these seasons. Like you K- just C-
1: blast through them because that's you have a binge watching addiction.
0: No, because and I that's I want what to we're here to Breaking actually Bad. talk about
1: today. If everybody would come, we're having an intervention for your binge watching and I <laughs> addiction. I wanted
0: to watch Breaking Bad, and this was the deal that I had to make. Apparently, okay. Um, Malfi gets raped in the garage. We went through that. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you don't know who Malfi is, Malfi is Tony's therapist. That he's in
1: love with, and she decides not to yeah, tell not Tony. To go to the p- no, not to go to their, the police, yeah. but tell Tony who, because she figures out she's at the the coffee shop, and the guy who raped her is the employee of the month, so he knows the name. Could give it to Tony, and almost does, but then she decides to be the bigger person and, it and not. It marriage. It did. Well, no, she was she was already divorced.
0: The guy that she was with it ruined any relationship that they had then because. Whenever they were talking about it, he was pissed because when she went to go see her therapist, he brought up, well, he feels, like, unempowered. He feels like he can't help you because you won't let him, and he can't do anything to fix it or make it better. Yeah, anyway, let's not get into that. But Tony and Carmella are now in therapy, both seeing Dr. Malphy, and Carmella kept getting pissed. Yeah, because she kept on, quote, taking her side, but it was really only because she only knew information about Tony. So she's obviously going to relate things back to what she's talked to with him. Mm -hmm. It's not that she's taking her side. It's that that's the only info that she has is Tony's side. We need your side first. Anyway, um, Uncle June has cancer. Mm -hmm. Uh, Meadow has her first boyfriend is the the black nerdy boy.
1: Yeah, Noah.
0: Yeah, and the parents hated him and a psycho roommate.
1: Tony hated him.
0: And force them to basically break up.
1: Because Tony's racist and he's yeah, a, among absolutely. the Italians that hated black people. It's yeah it's an unfortunate and he mem- It's good. an unfortunate part of our culture, but he it was, was smart. Yeah, it was widespread. But also fuck that guy because he dumps yeah, Meadow as soon as he gets like a bigger and better opportunity. Yeah, like, he's like bye bye. Yeah. It was Tony was honest in a bad way. Like he didn't do it in the right way, but Tony was right.
0: And the psycho roommate.
1: Yeah. The room,
0: girl right. that was pulling out her hair. The girl from, like, middle of nowhere them. Kansas
1: that can't handle living in New York City. Yeah.
0: Tried to give money to a homeless lady who had, toi- or who had uh,
1: a newspaper, newspaper stuck in her, her ass. Yeah.
0: And she was mortified, apparently. Uh, 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 yeah. So, um, Ralphie got the hooker pregnant. The stripper. Same thing, Jimbo. You correct me on the that. The stripper with braces? Yes! Yes! That was, like, obsessed with getting Tony's approval. <laughs> it's like, a weird, like, dad thing because she never had anyone to take care of her. Do you so notice standing like, there naked? Again? Do, you, Do you, th- you notice anything? You like these?
1: <laughs> what?
0: I got braces. Yeah, while Silvio your tits are just for, out? Silvio paid for her to get braces, and that was the deal is that she had to keep working f- at the Bada Bing.
1: Until she paid off paid her off debt. the
0: payments for the braces.
1: Which you never pay off your debt with the mafia guy. That's how they make their money. Yeah,
0: good luck. So anyway, um, yeah, so she's pregnant, asked for Tony's help, and Tony was basically like, just go get an abortion, because you'll do everyone a favor by not letting Ralphie have a bloodline.
1: Ralphie does have a son, too, from an earlier marriage. We learned that. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's the next season. It doesn't come up in season three. But Ralphie does have a son and a wife that, he's divorced.
0: Oh, okay. Um... Tony's cheating on Carmella again after what? he had stopped cheating on her. He really did. He stopped cheating on her for a hot minute there. No gumas, nothing. Well, he's cheating on her again with, um, this is Gloria now. And Gloria almost killed herself after her last boyfriend broke up with her. Yeah, do so you want to say,
1: you want to say where they met? In Dr. Therapy. Melfi's waiting room. Yep. They were double booked so on the same appointment.
0: Tony. Way later, when she attempts suicide again because they broke up, Tony blames it all on Melfi and says, It's all your fault. You're the one that double booked us. I would have never met her if it wasn't for you.
1: Yeah. You double booked us, and then she also was, as it's her, like, ethical duty to, but she didn't tell Tony the full extent of why Gloria was seeing Melfi. He should because,
0: have warned her, is his thing, but yeah. she was like, I can't just. Uh, divulge in patience.
1: Talk info. about somebody with mommy issues. Gloria was Livia Soprano. To a T. Poor you. Your oh, life is so yeah. hard. I just wish everybody like, I have nobody. If I would have just died nobody would be would care about me. That was Gloria to a T. Yeah.
0: So Meadow Somebody's is got now, now dating Jackie Jr.
1: Yeah that's not good.
0: Who uh, ultimately cheats on her. And she found out because she was sick and she had her other RA drive her. And yeah, it was some blonde bimbo. And he hooker. was like, I am so screwed. Do you know, do you have any idea who that is? That you just called a bitch? <laughs> but yeah, so Jackie Jr. knows that he's screwed so he ends up going and hiding. Um, I put an honorable mention for, Voice things voiced. Quisty. Polly is talking to him. Mm-hmm. That's like when they start going towards the woods. He oh, goes, the Pine Barrens. Foist thing foist. I can't even say it. Foist things, foist. Quizzy.
1: First things first.
0: But he says it like foist. Yeah. Foist things, foist. Quizzy. That's
1: considered one of that's like the most funny uh, comedic episode in the entire series. Is the Pine Barrens episode?
0: Because they're getting gas, and he's complaining that he's hungry, but Polly is saying, "No, we need to go get this done first before we just go get freaking food." So he goes, "Foist things, foist." Yeah. Okay. Um. Oh, that's my next note. Paul and, uh, Polly and Chris get stuck in the woods freezing because they went out there to go bury this guy.
1: That wasn't actually dead.
0: He was not dead yet. He's
1: also a former Russian KGB.
0: Yes, and if Chris wasn't fucking around, I would have just shot the dang dude. It was, Polly didn't shoot him in the trunk either, so they're both idiots because they made him get up and walk so they could, didn't have to do all the work carrying him. They are making him walk to his grave, basically. Made him dig it. Well, he was smart, uh, made a mess up, and he got he made a run for it. Um, there was a little bit of a blood track, but not enough, and they ended up getting lost in the woods, and he stole their car. Mm-hmm. So they almost... They, I don't think they would have died, but they were stuck in the snow in that van for like a solid at least six, seven hours.
1: Yeah, and then Tony and Bobby go and find them.
0: Yeah, so now um, Tony's girlfriend, Gloria actually saw Carmella in the car store. She, she seeks her out. she's getting her car, yeah. Which is was,
1: also a no-no. The Gumas was, are not supposed <laughs> to have any contact with the wives.
0: She was getting her car serviced on, and she overheard Soprano, and she was like, I'm going to meddle. So, yes, she, follow- she took her home, not yeah. followed. She took her home and asked all these questions, and she was aggressively getting faster and faster, because you could see Carmela like, hold on to the door, and then it shows them going into the driveway. Oh. <laughs> But yeah, she she fucked up. Gloria fucked up. Tony straight up to beat her for that.
1: Yeah, it's, I mean that's not okay. And then that's also when they have their big blow up moment.
0: Gloria got her tires slashed by Carmella.
1: No, no, Gloria slashed her own tires. Oh, she did. Yeah, Gloria slashed her this own machine. tires to make it dramatic, like. Yes, and make it seem like she had reason to suspect Tony of fooling around with her, too.
0: Oh, just to try to get it out of him? Like, yeah. for him to say the words? She... That's smart. Yes,
1: her entire thing, like, her main goal when she realized the relationship couldn't go any farther, because she is just a girlfriend, was to get Tony to kill her. She wanted to kill herself. She couldn't be able to kill herself. She wanted Tony to kill her. Go ahead.
0: Why are you always a step ahead of me?
1: Because I have a big brain.
0: Carmella wants to divorce him, so she goes to see the, the father, the priest, and in Confessions. Remember that? The black father. Mm-hmm. And not the one that she likes. Not the white priest that she had a thing with. Anyway. And she, he was like, well, if you really love him, you need to stay together. This is your vow to each other. And yes. But anyway, so Carmela wants a divorce. Um, Tony breaks up with Gloria. And she... she that's what we were talking about, is that she threatened to kill herself. Um, she ended up threatening to talk to Carmela herself... And the, I think maybe the kids? I can't remember if she brought the kids. And Tony was like, don't you ever come near my family. And was choking her to death. And she was starting to beg, like, just kill me, kill me Tony. Kill me. And then he stopped. But then, um, yeah, so it's basically over. But she's a psychopath. Jackie Jr. and the friend robbed the mob members where Tony and Furio were in there.
1: Because Ralphie talked, Ralphie talked them into it and told them the story of when Jackie's dad and Tony did the same thing to a guy that you meet later on that gets out of prison, feature Lamana's card game. And Tony, yeah. they were able to get away with it, and then when it was learned, that's how Jackie they basically... Jackie
0: Jr. Didn't know, to- or didn't know that Christopher was even in there. Mm-mm. And they knew that they fucked up, because when they came out and they heard all the shooting, the drive away, or the getaway driver drove away and left them there.
1: Yeah, and Jackie's... I mean, they were all hopped up on meth. All they needed to do was not fire their guns. They basically had what they Literally. wanted, but they got frustrated with the they dealer shot that guy, yeah. yeah, who wouldn't shut up and the dealer should have just shut up but then they he shot him loses it shoots him shoots at furio shoots furio in the leg uh, and chris and they go running but the getaway driver like you said goes away so then they're fucked they're so hang, hung just, out to dry yeah it
0: was just jackie jr and jackie
1: jr is a piece he of ran, shit he because ran. he goes and steals a car for oh, himself yeah, and, he drove away. and doesn't go and pick up his buddy who is then met by chris and albert paris or albert Barizzi. Not Parizzi. Barizzi, yep. Right in the middle of the fucking street.
0: A lot. It was like three times.
1: Chris! Like, they knew... I'm so sorry. They knew him. They knew him and they know that kid's like 22 and they're like, I'm gonna kill you in the middle of the street.
0: Yeah. But, um... Okay, I have like four more notes. AJ stole the answers to the test with his friend and uh, they got expelled. Yep. He was going to be sent to military school and this is important. He had a panic attack because mm-hmm. Tony was yelling at him. So then they decided not to send him. Well, and they, they can Like, okay, well, that's not good because this has passed down the generations. My great grandfather had panic attacks. He was taking the the oil. He had like oil on a horse or vinegar. They were or
1: driving olive oil in the back of the truck and it yeah, he, he had he a panic crashed.
0: Attack and it, yeah, and it, he
1: crashed. Probably had a panic attack.
0: But. Um, so yes, now we know that it runs through the family to get panic attacks, so they don't send AJ away. Um, Jackie Junior is in the hideout. Uh he ended up leaving one day because he was He
1: tired was just of going down to the corner and, and trying to get his soda. He
0: literally left for like ten minutes and got shot in the snow in the back. So Jackie Jr. is now dead. Meadow found out and was absolutely ripped up over it, which she's an idiot because she should not have been in love with him. Um, two more notes. When they had the funeral for Jackie Junior uh, who got arrested? I Chris,
1: Silvio, everybody that's involved with their bookkeeping for like taking the bets because at that time it wasn't legal.
0: Holly got arrested too, right? Yeah, and it
1: was the because whole thing is the the funeral was on Super Bowl Sunday, yeah. So they junior, had to go. They were supposed to be locked up and couldn't take any of the bets for on the Super Bowl because that's yeah. a big day for the mafia to make a lot of money.
0: Yeah, just like the horses. But when Junior and um, Vito. Was it Vito? Is that his name? Uh,
1: Bobby. Yeah, big guy. Junior and Bobby.
0: Bobby
1: Junior. No, yeah, it's Bobby Junior, but it's uh, Uncle June and Bobby. Bobby Bacala.
0: Yeah, okay. When they came up to the funeral, Junior, like, looked at them getting arrested and was like, oh, hell no. Got into the <coughs> car Junior, don't leave off. me. Yeah. And then Tony's just looking at him like, Jesus Christ, it's a fucking funeral here, guys. But, um...
1: That's one of the harder scenes Oh, I to did watch. write it
0: down. I put... I still put Vito. Maybe I'm just confusing the names.
1: Vito's the guy who shot Jackie Jr. He's the fat guy that shot Jackie Jr.
0: Yeah, I thought Vito ran away with Jr.
1: No. No, that's Bobby. Bobby's Jr.'s handler.
0: Okay, so then the last thing I put is Jackie's sister tells her cousin that they're all in the mafia at the funeral. And that was like kind of the last episode of that season was the funeral. And Meadow was like, that's when they finally showed that they understood that he was in the mob and meadow said and i can't believe you would even say this to an outsider have Mm. some loyalty i thought i wrote that note because i thought it was interesting to see that although meadow always gave her dad shit for it it showed that she actually understood why and had the loyalty and respect for Mm. her father even though she hated him to not say anything to anybody else because she knew what would happen yeah i thought that was a change of character that we saw in meadow where she was previously just a little bitch
1: (laughs) she has a good arc she has a very good arc and she's starting to become i mean and she's going to an ivy league school and she's going to become a doctor or a lawyer or you know goes back and forth yeah yeah
0: and her mom even tried to stop her what did i hate carmella
1: Carmela also She's just likes gumbo. to say that she has a kid that goes to Talk about Columbia. a
0: victim. You want to see who's playing victim? That's her.
1: Yeah.
0: Freaking Carmela. Oh, She's poor me. My husband cheats on me. I'm going to go cheat on him. Oh, poor me. Nothing ever good happens with my family. Oh, I'm going to make sure Meadow doesn't go to college. <laughs> what the fuck?
1: I don't know. It's a whole... I mean, that whole family is just whacked. That's yeah. all I can say.
0: So sorry, this took a little longer. I really, really, really wanted to get through uh, the two seasons of oh, of The Sopranos. Um, I'm just trying to fly through it because I'm already done with season four. I finished it today. Uh-huh. You sat here while we finished the last episode. So the next week we'll probably try to get through two more. But I'll try to do my timing, time management better.
1: Follow the podcast at AWARpod on all social media and be sure to send in an email with a suggestion or a topic of discussion, are we all right Pod at gmail.com. Follow us wherever you're listening, uh, leave a five-star rating and review, and new episodes come out every Friday. Um, this has been Jimmy and Bree. Are we all right? No. Oh, well, I love you.
0: Absolutely we're all right.
1: I love you. How much? A lot.
0: I love you more than that.
1: Bye. Bye.